Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Here's the perspective. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. When you feel like giving thanks, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, 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 and you. Now, I'm just going to, I need you guys to help me out. I know we just had a worship moment. I know most of us in here are are pulling in our notes and we're doing everything, but I I need an amen every once in a while. I I need to know that you're awake when I'm praying. I'm preaching better than you guys are praising. I I, I need some help here today. I'm trying to change your perspective. And when the word of God hits us, you are given amen to agree with the word, not with the pastor. Why is it the will of God for us to be thankful in all things? Being unthankful causes us to be ungrateful. And guess what? Being ungrateful gives us an unhealthy perspective. Being ungrateful causes a person to focus on the 10% bad instead of the 90% good. We, we could sit down and focus on 10% of what's, what's wrong and we'll forget about the 90%. We'll, for, we'll, we'll forget about how we have to tie the 10%. But we don't give God thanks for the 90% that we give. Get. That's it. That's it. Man, we got to get we got to get 10% times. Instead of going God. The 10% belongs to you. And the 90% also belongs to you. Because it all is yours cuz I think the the word says that you own the cattle on a thousand hills, he, he, it all the, 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 the Lord, the, the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. All of it belongs to him, but God will bless us and say, guess what? Just ask me what you want to do with that 90%. We get so ungrateful that we have a, 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 a unhealthy perspective. But when you're thankful, you begin to appreciate what you have and not regret what you lost. Uh, just for the sake of time, I, I don't want to keep going on and on a bunch about a bunch of things, but how many people in here have some major regrets? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. I know there's a there's been three people. Yeah, four, five. Okay, amen. Because I know I've made some bad mistakes in my life. And what's happened is I get so caught up in what I, I, I the regrets that I have that I don't realize the experience that I got. I've had, some, I've had some bad relationships in my life. I, I have. 
and, 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 I'm, and I'm not even talking about uh, relationships with men, uh, man and woman. I'm talking about just friends. Yeah. And they were good. They were good relationships at first. But then afterwards, like, man, why did I even get close to those people? And we always we, we think about how they did us wrong, how they lied to them, how they did. And instead, but when we are thankful and grateful people, we will thank God for the experience that we've had with those people. God, thank you for the time that I had with those people. See, that's why we say, God, thank you for the season that I had for that because now I'm in a new season being ungrateful makes us too familiar with our blessings can I say that again thank you I will being ungrateful makes us too familiar with our blessings we get too familiar with the things that we have that we will not appreciate the things that we have already. How many people sit down and, 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 and go, man, I've never really realized that we have heat in the house. I'm just being honest with you. I don't like vegetables. But I thank God that we have food in the house. I don't like them, but sometimes I get too familiar with being, what's, what's the word? Hung, I, I'm hungry. I'm, 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 I want to eat. I want to. But the blessing is that I have food in the house. But I'll forget my blessing that I have food, and I'll, I'll start looking, and I'll be ungrateful about my hunger. Instead of going, you know what? I'm just going to eat this salad. If y'all know Pastor John, me and salad don't get along. But being thankful keeps us out of a of familiar what does that mean we'll keep it because a lot, a lot of people like to be in familiar places because in familiar we we get comfortable god didn't call us to be comfortable amen I, if you can find it in the bible i don't think the word comfortable is in there but some of us want to be comfortable christians and we want to do what is 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 uh uh um Mm, had a stroke. Help me. Convenient. Convenient. We'll do, if I could just sit here and do what I got to do, then I'm fine. But when we're thankful for the, 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 the life that God has given us, when God gives us the life and a church and some family, look, we're not going to get too familiar. Matter of fact, I, I'll just say now, when the men this weekend got together and they went and they helped Sister Joanne Cotta out with their house, they weren't comfortable doing it. Thank you, those two guys that said amen. There was more than two of you guys. I know you don't have to say amen, but thank you. But it wasn't comfortable. They basically said, you know what? I'm doing this because I'm grateful to God for a church family. And right now, I'm going to stay out of familiar because familiar would have been I'm just going to sit at home. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay in out of convenience. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, then, then they went and they, they left their convenience to go and help somebody else. I think I'm saying this right. I, I, it's okay, though. You guys get it. You guys catch it. The Lord will give you revelation. Yes, they will, he'll give it to you. When you're not thankful, listen, you're never 
satisfied. Can the, can, can, uh, can the staff, can the, can the pastors in there, they, they have sat down and talked to me so many times. We get so, so upset inside our spirit because people are just never satisfied with anything. Never satisfied. We're seeing this right now that's going on in the world right now. People aren't satisfied. They're not satisfied with the vote. They're not satisfied with, with counting of votes. They're not satisfied with the results. They're not satisfied with commercials. They're not satisfied with anything. And nothing ever will satisfy you. It doesn't matter that, um, that there's not enough sofrito on the, on, on the mofongo. It's, there's not enough camarones uh, with, with the rest of your, your food. I, I needed one more shrimp on my plate. I, I'm not satisfied. We, we, we get like that and we get to be an unthankful people. Come on, y'all hear your stomach growling right now? It's the Holy Ghost, the spirit utterance in your tummies right now. We, get ne we never are satisfied. And when we're never satisfied, we will not be a people that are thankful. Proverbs 28 25 says, a greedy man stirs up strife. Does anybody know somebody that you know is greedy? How come you had to get, get all the meat? You had to get a whole serving of meat and everybody else didn't eat yet. What does that do? Cause a strife for everybody else, right? I'm hungry. When, you, when, you're, when you're not thankful, listen, you miss out on what's really important. The reason why the negative always outweighs the positives is because we become ungrateful. A thankless life and an ungrateful heart is altogether displeasing to God. You cannot please God when you're ungrateful. Romans 1 and 21 says this, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imagination, in their perspective, and their foolish hearts were darkened. This is where we at. I'm not talking about the world right now. We're in church. And we get this mindset that as a pastor's preaching, that we're preaching and talking about the world. Well, right now, this word isn't for the world. It's for us. In the scripture here in Romans 1.21 is for the church. It says because that when they knew, let's go there. But when we knew God, they glorified him not as God. This is to us because we don't glorify God as who he is. We did not glorify him. Neither were we thankful for what God has done for us. But we get vain in our imagination. Do you know sometimes we get in this position as Christians and in ourselves to think that we deserve what God has given to us? We deserve. Look, I believe that we need we, I deserve this house. I deserve these freedoms. I deserve, uh, man, even worse, I deserve that I've had a stroke. I deserve this. Instead of saying, God, I'm thankful 
first of all, I'm going to glorify you as God. And I thank you for you being God. And God, I thank you for the stuff that I'm dealing with. But my perspective is going to change, not because of what I'm dealing with, but my perspective is that what, whatever situation I got to deal with that's bringing me to my knees is giving me a perspective on who sits high and looks down low. I like what the NLT says. It says, yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Listen, there are direct and inverse relationships around gratitude. Let me just read this to you one more time. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. Rejoice. Always. Pray. Without ceasing. In everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Philippians 4 and 6 through 7. It says, be anxious for nothing but in everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I got to break this down. Be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about any fear. But in everything, not a few things. But in everything, by prayer and supplication. Here's the part that we don't do. We'll go to God. We'll pray. We'll praise him. We'll tell him who he is. We ask for what we we want. And then we're done. But it says, after your prayers and your supplication, then it says, with Thanksgiving. Because when you're thankful with that Thanksgiving, sometimes what you're praying for may not show up yet. But when you have a grateful heart, you're going to thank God anyway. You're like, man, God, thank you. I thank you so much for my healing, God. I thank you right now that I may not see it right now. I know the doctors have given me a different report, but right now, God, I thank you that I am healed by your stripes. I thank you, God, that I am walking out in the healing that you paid for on Calvary's cross. God, I thank you right now. And no matter what may come, Lord, I thank you just for you being God. And then when I begin, after I've already asked, and I'm just sitting there praying, I'm walking around praying, and I'm thanking God for everything. As I start doing it, all of a sudden, it says that the peace that surpasses all understanding shall encompass me. It shall surround me. So, so many of us forget about being thankful that after you're done praying, you forgot to give thanksgiving. And when you go back and you're done, you don't have any peace. But if you would just know, don't be fearful of anything, but be with everything, with prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, you've already made your request known to God. And it says, and then the peace, yes, yes. not the peace of this world, right. not the peace of money, yes. 
not the peace of the house, not the peace in relationships. You're, it says the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and watch your mind through Christ Jesus. The direct nature of gratitude looks like this. As rejoicing increases, gratitude increases. In 1 Thessalonians, the passage, we see a close relationship between rejoicing and gratitude. As rejoicing increases, so will gratitude. Christians are commanded to rejoice and always rejoice. You know why? Because always our sins have already been forgiven and our king rules and reigns always. When we rejoice in Christ, our gratitude increases as we celebrate him and the reality that he has forgiven all of our sins. When rejoicing in Christ ceases, so does gratitude. Number two, as prayerfulness increases, gratitude increases. In both passages, gratitude is connected to prayer. Pray constantly. Give thanks in everything through prayer and petitions with thanksgiving. When we pray and and spend time with God, we are filled with gratitude for him as he fills us with the peace and joy that God gives us through Christ Jesus. A prayerful person will always be a thankful person, deeply attuned to the blessings of God. Number three, as humility increases, gratitude increases. When a person prays constantly, the person is in constant awareness of his or her need for Christ. In constant awareness that everything he or she does is only what the Lord has given. We are only as grateful as we are humble. The inverse nature of gratitude looks like this. As entitlement increases, gratitude decreases. When we feel we are owed things because of our hard work and our morality or our track record, our expectations of what we believe uh, we deserve are quickly elevated. Our sense of entitlement pulls us away from the Christian message, the message that reminds us that Christ gave us forgiveness when all we deserve was death and condemnation because our sins... And our sense of entitlement crushes gratitude. Yeah. Wow. As grumbling increases, gratitude decreases. When we are entitled, we grumble and complain because we feel we are better than other people. When we grumble, when we're grumbling, it, it increases, our, our grumbling increases and gratitude is simultaneously decreasing. When grumbling instead of graciousness is known to everyone, gratitude is low. Ungrateful people are miserable people. You know, there's just some people that literally, if you, if you be walking and you get a glimpse of them, you're like, don't look at anybody next to you. As worry increases, gratitude decreases. In the passage of Philippians, we see worry uh, position as the opposite of praying with thanksgiving. Worry indicates that we are not grateful for his plans, but would rather have our own plan. 
So what do we do when our gratitude decreases, when our honest grading of our gratitude is pretty low? The solution is not to give ourselves a pep talk to be less of a worry or a grumbler. The solution is let's look unto Jesus Christ, who is the author and finisher of our faith. When we reflect on who he is and what he has done for us, our hearts are stirred with gratitude. And as gratitude increases, so does joy and our prayers and our humility. Gratitude drives a stake in our entitlement, our worrying and our grumbling. So as I bring this to a close, we have become ungrateful. Therefore, we have become unholy. Jesus said, be therefore holy, because I am holy. People who are not thankful will never serve with the same fervor as those who remember where they were when God found them. We are living in a generation that curses their fathers and don't bless their mothers. They are the righteous in their own eyes. They are thankful unto no one for anything but themselves. One of the greatest privileges of being a Christian is to have the capacity to give thanks regardless of what happens. Can I just say that again? One of the greatest privileges of being a Christian is to have the capacity to give thanks regardless of whatever happens. And, and, and I know, and I'm, I'm just sharing this with, with, with you guys, with, with me. When I was sitting up in the hospital and I couldn't tell what a chair was or a feather was or, or anything, there was one thing that I, I could remember to do. And that was just to give God thanks. I, I couldn't articulate it. I didn't know what to say, but I knew I, I, I could say, God, thank you. Yeah. I would weep and couldn't, I couldn't talk. But for some reason, God gave me the capacity to utter through my lips, thank you. Yeah. It's easy to be thankful when things are going our way, but a Christian can rise above any situation to thank God for causing all things to work together for good. Paul the Apostle, he was a man that suffered all kinds of things. He suffered a great deal of pain, but yet he wrote this. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. What are, these some, what are these secrets that Paul used to follow? First of all, he followed his own advice. The scripture that we just read in 1 Thessalonians, Paul had already took his own advice and he gave it to you. Because if you understand this, Paul had been in prison, he had been shipwrecked, snake bit, all kinds of things, left for dead. But he realized that I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to rejoice always. Yeah, that's right. yeah. I'm going to give thanks. 
so he wrote this letter to the, the Thessalonians. Paul put his emotional, mental, and spiritual focus on the good things he had in Christ. It would have been easy for Paul to feel sorry for himself, just like some of us right now. Paul wrote, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. God will always multiply thankful people. Jeremiah wrote in uh, 30, 19, from them shall proceed the voice of thanksgiving and the sound of those who make merry and I will multiply them and they not, they not will be diminished. Wow. From them shall they proceed the voice of thanksgiving. What is that saying? We should always be thankful in every situation. God doesn't want more grumps or ungrateful people. God wants grateful people to give him glory, honor, and delight. As I'm sitting here thinking about what's going on this week in the week of Thanksgiving, in the stay-at-home orders, in the curfews. All I hear about is everybody complaining. We got to go through this again. Why do we got to do this? And I look, I'm, I'm telling you, I hear it, I see it, social media, I see everything. And I got into a position that I got so focused on what everybody else was saying that I forgot to be grateful and thankful for what God was saying. And I said, God, you know what? It could be worse. I got a church home. I got a church family. I got loved ones. It could be worse, but God, I give you thanks. I will continue to praise you for who you are. I'm going to continue to praise you for what you've done. I'm going to continue, God, to give you honor and glory and power. Because we need to be a grateful people. God is reminding his people today, stop being grumps. Start being grateful. Start living for Thanksgiving. And not just Thursday. Yes, I know what's going on and what's happening around the, the globe right now. And, and listen, you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't care. It's not none of my business, whoever you're spending Thanksgiving with. It's not my business, and I don't want to know your business. I just want to know one thing for you guys. I need to know that you guys need to know that you are just a people of God that are grateful and thankful for what the Lord has done for you. Stop putting it on Facebook. Stop putting it on IG. Just do what you do. Stop talking about it and be about it. And you know what being about it means? It means I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be grateful no matter where you're at or who you're with. So I leave you with these two scriptures. Psalms 107 and 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. 
for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. In Ephesians chapter 5 and 20 says this, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure, to th make sure for this day, after this week, make that your saying for the rest of the week. That's your, your theme scripture. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Every time you have something that, is, that seems to you that you, you, you're not being thankful for, stop and remember the word of the Lord and say, God, thank you. I will rejoice in all things. I will give thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 You guys stand to your feet. Praise God. For all of our, our church family that is out there in the cyber world, we love you. Happy Thanksgiving. We want to tell you that we are thankful and grateful for you. We thank you that God is using technology to bring his word forth, but not just bringing the word forth, but you're able to still feel the love through the word of God. That's why they said, God said, he sent the word and they were healed. And God is sending his word right now. You know, through the air, you know, everybody doesn't realize that sound waves travel. And God's word travels in there. And when God spoke, there was waves that went forward. And those waves are this word and they're still going to you right now. Be a grateful people. Take the word that you heard today and hide it in your hearts. Praise God. You guys pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for the word that we heard. Lord, we will take this word and hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. And God, we thank you that today, for this moment, from now on, we will be a grateful people. That we will Give thanks always for all things unto God. God, I thank you that by your spirit that you will remind us of this word. That you have given us life and life more abundantly. We thank you right now, Lord, for those that are here, Lord, that actually um, have surrendered to your call today. God, we thank you that we are be able to show the world our gratitude that we have towards our Lord. Lord, I also pray right now for those that may be feeling a little lonely. Lord, I thank you for us, uh, the family of God, to be able to reach out and touch and be able to speak. Uh, bring back to our remembrance those that may be alone during these times, Lord. And Lord, we thank you right now for the gift of salvation through Christ Jesus. And Lord, if there's anybody that's in the sound of my voice that decides to just make Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, Lord, I thank you right now that we will confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Lord, I thank you right now that we will make you the Lord of our lives. 
that we will surrender to your word. We will receive your spirit and we will walk the narrow path that you have called for us. Lord, we thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Listen. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.